Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Glad you hopped back on to Everyday Revival again. Glad to be with you again this week. Uh, we are going to pick right back up here um, on talking about how to deal with worry, how to deal with worry, and we might even get into uh, talking about how to deal with fear as well. Um, what a what a great uh, thing to be talking about right now, especially in the day we live in, and all the things that are going on, all the uh, headlines, all the things that affect our families and our kids and our grandkids. Um, just real, real solid uh, things to look at from the Word of God, because that's where our help comes from. And I was thinking about this today, about, you know, we, we uh, were led to name this podcast Everyday Revival. And, you know, revival, what is that? It's a, an awakening, a, a, a re-coming alive of something, right? To, to revive something, revival. Um, but, you know, you can live in that every day. And it's not just for special occasions. It's not just for spe- special meetings at your church. Uh, it's it's not for, um, you know, once a year at youth camp. The, uh, this way of living is possible every day. But it it's a minute-by-minute decision-making uh, or hour-by-hour decision-making. What are you going to think on? What am I going to think on? What... What am I going to react to? How am I going to uh, handle this situation? Am I going to handle it in the natural with my own thinking, my own, you know, uh, college degree, with my own uh, schooling? Or am I going to handle this by uh, looking on the inside where I have my helper, where the helper is in getting that help for each minute of the day, for each hour of the day, and, uh, you know, just thinking along those lines because our thinking matters. And we talked a lot about that last time. Um, but we, we were talking about um, Pastor Nancy's book here, A Sound Disciplined Mind, and uh, that, you know, the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, she spoke these things out. And it was in a service that night with her and her husband, and she uh, she said these things, and I'm going to read it one, one more time. It says, God said to us that there are three primary ways that people lose their peace. There are three, pri- this is what the Holy Ghost said, three primary ways that people lose their peace. Not the only ways, but the primary ways. And we talked about the first one last time, worry. Worry. How do people lose their peace? By worrying, by fretting. And then number two was fear. They lose their peace through fear. And number three was they doubt and they're in unbelief. Doubt and unbelief will cause people to lose their peace. And so we were talking about these things last time. I'd like for you, if you have your Bibles, turn to Philippians 4, 6, and we're just going to look at this quickly today. Philippians 4, 6. And I'm going to, I'll read it here in the King James. Um, But, you know, I'm going to quote one thing out of the Amplified Bible as well. (laughs) Philippians 4, 6, 
talks about here. Let's look. And it says, be careful for nothing. I like the verse before. Uh, the two verses before say, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be made known unto men because the Lord is at hand. Then he says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And then verse 7, we talked about this, but let's look at it again. And the peace of God which passes all understanding. Remember, it bypasses your, your natural thinking. And it says that passes all understanding will keep or guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So if we keep our attention in the right direction, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, is going to keep and guard our hearts and our minds. Listen. Uh, the temptation to worry comes to all of us. I mean, to all of us. I mean, you get alarming news, uh, maybe something about you, your health or something about your kids or something about uh, your family members. And, you know, if we're not grounded in some things, it can shake us. And it can shake us to our core. What happened in 2020? It shook the whole world. When, when, you know, this that pandemic and the different things came upon this earth, it, it shook people. And uh, we need to look at these verses. What does it say? It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We went through that last time. What, what does that mean? I'm keeping my attention on him. I'm, I'm, I'm living in that place. John 15 talks about that. I'm abiding in him. I'm living in him. And therefore, it didn't catch God by surprise. So if I'm moment by moment, hour by hour, walking with the master, walking with him, the, things should not shake us like they shake the world. I'm not saying they're not going to uh, try to affect us, but they're not going to shake us to our core like it, the things that shake the world and, if, and affect the world. He's taking care of us. He told us in his word. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not going to leave you uh, comfortless. I'm not going to leave you abandoned. But see, we can know the scriptures and have head knowledge of that, but until it becomes revelation, <clears throat> until that dawns on our hearts and we're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he's with me. He said he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. And he is strong and powerful, and he is awesome, and he's worked for me before, so he's going to do it again. So all of us have that temptation to worry. It comes to all of us. And, but we see here in Philippians 4, 6, what to do. The Amplified Classic translation of this verse says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Wow. If we're, we were just to live here every day in these scriptures, we really need to meditate on these more, don't we? Because he promises that we're going to have not just man's peace or what men call peace, 
peace in their minds. He said, we're going to have the peace of God. Verse 7, in the peace of God, his peace, which passes all understanding. See, his peace is at another level, man. I mean, his peace is like top-notch peace. It, it, it's like the best out there, which passes all understanding is going to keep my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. It's going to keep me, guard me, help me when my mind's saying, uh, alert, alert, this is crazy. What's going on? You need to freak out right now. Everybody have a freak out moment. No. We're, we're supposed to trust in someone and that's him. That's Jesus. That's who he, that's who he is. He's our, he, he's everything we need. Uh, you know, and, and people, they, you know, they're funny because over the years we've had people argue with us and say, you know, you just don't know what I'm facing. Uh, I've made bad decisions. Um, you know, and even some people have even told us, you know, I brought it on myself. I, I, I did this to myself. Um, but the Bible tells us right here not to fret about anything. That word anything means anything. Um, you know, uh, some people might have had other people do bad things to them. And it was because of somebody else that you're in the, in the bad situation that you're in. But that doesn't mean we're supposed to fret and have anxiety about it. Listen, we're in a society where people are on high medications for these things. Uh, you know, uh, and that's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but there is a better flow and a higher flow than living stressed out all the time. Of course, we under, we talked about it a couple podcasts ago about what stress and, and those things do to us. It, it really does shorten our life. It makes us, uh, look older than we are. Um, it really causes, you know, it, it's hard on our bodies and so God didn't design us to carry a load, <laughs> you know what I mean, on our shoulders all the time. He didn't, he didn't design us to walk around with a heavy burden. He said, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. He doesn't, he doesn't put hard things on us. Either we do it to ourselves or we let the enemy in and he, he obliges us, you know. So we're not to fret or have anxiety about anything not to worry about anything. And, and it just, it goes so crossways against today's society. It's almost like applauded or celebrated, right? If, if you come out and say, you know, this is what I'm going through and, you know, and I, this is, this is me. And, uh, and they celebrate these things. But we, that's why we're highlighting the word of God here. The word of God is our standard. The word of God is our anchor. And it's, and it's what we're following, right? So when we follow the word, we're following God. We're following him because his word is him speaking to us. Uh, so I like what she said in this book, though. She says, how do you know if you're worrying? You know, some people say, well, I don't even know I'm worrying. I'm not worrying. She says, but how do you know if you're worrying? She said, if you're thinking about it, worry is meditation in the negative direction. Let me say that again. Worry is meditation in the negative direction. So you're med in other words, you're meditating on something in your mind, whether you realize it or not. 
there are patterns in our mind that some, you know, deep ridges in our brain and our thinking uh, ruts that we get into thinking ruts. And sometimes we don't even, I've even thought about this before about how, you know, you'll sit and you'll just kind of like daydream or kind of like go off for a minute, you know, on just thinking. And you're off in another place thinking about something, but you're thinking about something at all times. You really are. And so it's paying attention to what you're thinking about. How do you know if you're worrying? If you're thinking about it, right? So the minute you start thinking about where's that, where's that money going to come from? Where, where's it going to come from? All of a sudden, you get on the thinking train. I've said this to our people before. You know, it's, it's a train. It's like on, on a scenic tour over Worry Valley, and you're out on the scenic tour on, on this train ride in your brain, and you're going on it, and you're just sitting there going by the countryside, looking out at how terrible things are. And the devil, you know, on your shoulder or sitting right there with you, yep, it's terrible. It's going to be a catastrophe. You're going to die. Your kids aren't going to make it. You're not going to make it. You're not going to. See, and he just obliges you. Worry is meditating in the, in the wrong direction. It's meditating on a negative direction, in a negative direction. And also, we understand that worry opens the door to the enemy. When we get over there into worry and fear and fretting and having anxiety, and I mean, it, it's affecting your body. Some people, they break out in hives. They, um, it, it'll trigger things in their body. It'll trigger, um, you know, hair loss. It might trigger um, headaches. It triggers... Uh, Premature, I mean, you, premature aging. You, I mean, there's all sorts of things that happen to us just physically when we worry, but it also does something spiritually. It opens the door to the enemy. You know, the one that doesn't like us, the one that says he's out to steal, kill, and destroy, right, in our lives. We open the door. We're like, we just walk up and open up the door. I, I, I really, I want you to understand that you can help it. When people say, I can't help but worry, I can't help but not think about it, listen, that's not true. You and I are in control of what we think about. That's just like some, a man or a woman saying, you know what, I can't stop thinking about pornography. I just can't stop thinking about it. Or I can't stop thinking about somebody else's wife or husband. Or I can't stop thinking about um, stealing or lying. I can't stop thinking about drinking. Whatever it is, whatever it is that trips you up, you can stop thinking about that. You know how I know? Because the Word of God tells me. He said, be transformed over there in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be transformed. Let's turn there. Romans 12, 1 and 2. And you say, well, I already know this. I already know this. I, I need something new. No, you don't need anything new. You just need to go back to what you already know and have heard and be a doer of it. <laughs> and that might sound kind of hard, but that's the, that's the truth. I'm turning over there to Romans 12. And uh, that's the verse that just came up in my heart. Romans 12. Hopefully you go back and, and look at these, uh, these verses for yourself. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. Now, I'm going to stop right there. He said, you present I can't stop thinking. I can't, I can't, I can't stop doing that. I can't stop doing that. No, the Bible says that if you'll present your body 
a living sacrifice. If you say, God, I put, I'm putting my, my thinking, my life, my, my body, what I'm doing with my body, I'm, I'm putting on the altar and I'm, I'm giving it to you. I'm, it's a sacrifice. I can't do this anymore on my own. I can't stop thinking. I feel like I'm depressed all the time. I feel like I'm in a, in a constant battle with anxiety. I can't do it anymore, Lord. I need your help. Notice this verse. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God. Which is just your reasonable service. It's just, that's just your reasonable service to do that. But verse 2 sums it up. And don't be conformed to this world. Another uh, translation says, to the patterns and the forces of this world. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't be put into their box. You know, this world tells you on all the commercials, you know, if you have this ache in your body, if you have this thing, we'll take this medicine. But I want to show you by God's word right here that if you'll take God's word, it'll change your body. It'll change your thinking. It'll change your living. It'll change your outcome. Amen. Right? By just doing the word of God right here, verse 2. And don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the, the, the one I want to highlight here is that we're not conformed to this world, but we're transformed. We're transformed. What does it mean to be transformed? Well, we're talking about not worrying, and we need a lot of transformation when we've been on this whole pattern of our, of our whole lives. All we've done is worry about things. All we've done is fret about things. We need help. So he said right here, I'm going to help transform you. I'm going to transform your thinking. I'm going to. But he says we have to present our bodies a living sacrifice. We don't want worry to open the door to the enemy in our life. We, we want God to take what we, what we present to him, and we want him to transform it. Now say this after me today. I need you, Lord, to transform me in my thinking. Transform my thinking, Lord. I present my body a living sacrifice to you today, Lord. On my way to work here, while I'm getting ready, I just, I present myself to you. I can't do this on my own. I need your help. See, once you've said that, once you make that a heart decision, his help is better than any other help, I'm telling you. I've been there, I know. I have stories. I've done it in my life, and I know it works. I know he's faithful to his word. So don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Don't do what the world's doing. Do it God's way. Be transformed by the renewing, by the changing of your thinking. The renewing of your thinking. I'm going to look this up in this translation real quick. Romans 12. Let me look this up here, and then we'll be done for today. Romans 12. Here it is. It says, be by the renewing of your mind. What does that mean? The complete change of your thinking. The complete changing for the better. The renovating of your mind. <laughs> be transformed by the renovation of your mind. By the renewal of your mind. By the complete changing of your mind. 
That's what he does when he comes in. Praise God. That's what he does to help us. Isn't he good? So we're not letting the enemy come in, even though, you know, he's going to be persistent. He's going to try to be so persistent and try to keep on, you know, hitting you with thoughts and hitting you with uh, patterns because that's how the enemy works. He works in patterns with us. But God, he, he wants to spare us from the difficulties that worry brings. I, he wants to spare us from these difficulties. He wants us to walk in a higher place. Uh, but when we, when we choose God's word over worry, when we choose to believe God's word and we refuse to worry, things begin to change. That's how we walk with God. That's how we walk every day, every minute, every hour, walking and doing the word. You know, I've heard people say, well, what do you mean by doing the word? Doing the word means when I have a thought that comes to my mind and it's contrary to what God's word says, I, I'm constantly taking note of that and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking God's word. But I have to know God's word to be able to speak God's word. He said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? So I've got, to, I've got to have God's word in my heart so that I can speak it out. So when thoughts and worry come, I'm not empty. So many people live on empty. They don't have anything to counteract the worry thoughts with. They just want to pop a pill and be okay. Listen, while you're learning these things, you know, if you need to take medication, take it. But also learn God's word and don't just use that as a crutch the rest of your life. God's word is freedom. God's word is light. And God's word will take you higher and farther than any other place that you've ever been. It'll, it'll free you in one minute from the things that have held you in bondage. He is a good God. Anyway, so I, I just uh, I wanted to share that part with you today to finish up on worry. We're going to talk about being free, free from fear uh, next time. And so in the meantime, look up these scriptures. Take time to go back and look up these scriptures and to meditate on them. What does that mean by meditating? To mutter, to speak them, to get them on the inside of you so you have God's word hid in your heart so that you can bring out uh, God's word in a time of crisis or just in everyday living. <laughs> Don't wait till the crisis. Use, use the word of God in, for everyday living. That's where he'll meet you. Amen. So I'll pray for you today. Father, I just thank you that you're with each one. I thank you that you are showing them how big and how mighty you are by showing them as we read your word and showing them how good you are and how faithful you are. And that as we uh, lay our lives on the altar and uh, uh, get rid of the self uh, the self uh, talk that's going on in our minds and the self, the selfishness and the way that we've always done things. And we give it to you today, Lord. We say no more. We're tired of living in the, the anxiety and the fear and the, the chaos of life. And we give you these things and we ask you to help us with them in Jesus name. Amen. Well, I believe he hear, hears us when we're praying, and I believe he's with you today, and he's helping you. Until next time, have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time on Everyday Revival.